Hey everybody, this is Ashley. And this is Aaron. <laughs> these notes. Aaron, look. Keep it going. Okay. <laughs> we get this out. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's mini-sode of A A Perspective. Perspective. I'm Ashley. And I'm Aaron. And thank you guys so much for joining us this week. We are so excited to have you. Welcome. Yes, yes. And we are back for a new installment of our The Game Breakdown. If you've been listening to our mini shows, you'll know that we've been going through the old seasons of The Game, kind of as a little like, oh, shout out to the the reboot that just came out. You know, we're covering the old episodes for those faithful game lovers out there, just like we are. So here we go with season six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for those who may not have even seen The Game before this new reboot, and so they... They want a little catch up without having to watch every episode, so. Yes, but be inspired to watch every episode. Yes. Uh, Yes, because the game, man, classic, classic show. All right, so let's go ahead and get things started. Now, I will, so Aaron and I, of course, we're talking off air, guys, and I'm not that excited about season six. Uh, (laughs) Season six is not, Aaron calls it the four, five, six season. He just told me that, and I like that. But out of that four, five, six, you know, five was my favorite. If y'all listened to the last mini, so we talked about the game, like season five, I just really felt Melanie and Derwin and where they were in that season. And so this, you know what? Maybe that's why season six is not that much to me because it is the beginning of no more Melanie and Derwin. Like we basically see them at the end of season five and that's the last time we see girl Melanie. Well, not the, but anyway, we'll save that for, you know. Yeah, but you know, yes, but I also think that they, I think that that, I think they did a good job of being able, like I could see the, I could see them getting renewed for the season seven without Melanie and Derwin still being there. Like, I feel like they were caution, you know, like they had a, they definitely had enough storylines to be able to carry the show without Melanie and Derwin. I think they did a good job and, you know, Blue and Kara were a good addition. <laughs> okay. Well, let's get into it. <laughs> Speaking of Blue and Kara and Melanie and Derwin, so as season six starts, we see um, the pretty much the future of the what are they? The San, San Diego Sabers. Um, and as we are live on a broadcast, we find out that Derwin has been traded to Washington, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, we see Derwin has been traded to Washington, and you can see Aaron. Those first two episodes, I will say, are my favorite of season six and probably my favorite of, probably could be in my top 10 because it introduced me to this song by Lil Wayne and uh, Eminem, but that was like the perfect song to be playing in that moment. So, sorry guys, Uh, let me backtrack. We see that Derwin is being traded and not only is he being traded, it is for newcomer Blue. What's Blue's last name? Aaron, I don't even know the dude's Uh, last name. uh, Ah. It's not Whitfield. Oh, okay. It's, no, okay. Um, Aaron don't know either. <laughs> we terrible. I just know they call him Blue. Okay. Well, anyway, guys, 
We see that uh, Derwin has been traded for newcomer Blue, new wide receiver. Um, the, the Blueprint is what they call him. Yes, sorry, I forgot that. They call him the Blueprint. Bryce, West, Bryce, yes, Bryce, what, yes, yes, um, but his, his name on the field is the Blueprint, he's this uh, kid from the Ivy League football team, and he is a great wide receiver, whatever position he plays, I think it's wide receiver, so you can see the hurt on Doran's face, we see him like devastated because he's having to leave the Sabres, and he goes to what he initially says, he's just trying to, you know, congratulate the kid and welcome him to the game, but we see them get into this fight. Uh, I mean, and, and during the fight, this was a great scene that they shot. I will give them this. You can see the budget rising each season of the game because the way they shot that fight scene was great with the music playing in the background and it was slow motion anyway. And I love, I'm sorry, I love that Malik is in the back eating a piece of chicken, calling his mama like, come, <laughs> <laughs> come fix this shit, ma, pretty much. Um, so then we see Jason and, and, and Malik take Derwin off, pull him into the freezer, you know, try to get him together. And, you know, Derwin is in there crying and Malik gives him the speech. Like, you know, we, we prawns in this. And this dude said prawns. <laughs> he said, I think you mean prawns. He said, no, I mean prawns, like whatever. But, um, so Malik is giving Derwin a speech, trying to help him like pull it together. So, and then we just kind of see like Derwin leaves the freezer because he's not paying attention to either Malik or Jason. Like Derwin is clearly in his feelings right then. And understandably, because in terms of seasons, Derwin has been with the Sabres for now five seasons, okay? Five seasons strong. Longer than that if you want to include the years that we was on the break, but some people don't. Anyway, um, and so he's heartbroken. I'm sorry, and I'm giving Derwin just a little bit more time right now because put some respect on Derwin Ding Dong Davis' name, okay? And that scene, listen... In that scene, I'm sorry. I, well, I'm covering Derwin through the first. I mean, because he is only in the first two episodes, yeah. so I'm just you know. And we do see him at the 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 end of the second episode. We see him leave, you know. And Miguel's "Don't Look Back" is playing in the background. Mm. Another per- man, another so- one song that they put me on. Two um, perfect moment for music. Um, and Derwin leave. I mean that. Every time I see that, it's it's a little heartbreaking to know like he gave he, he gave it all, but you know he's going off to be with Melanie and like Tasha tells him because him and Tasha sit down and have a one on one and like Tasha's like you know you're going on to be with your wife like come on you know how this game is like don't give up you know don't let what happens what what's part of the game tear you down pretty much very emotional so very yeah emotional scenes this season thank you thank you no, no all, I think all their emotional scenes this season were very like. Ah, oh, good. You felt it. And there's slow-mos. I, and, and you, you spoke about that slow-mo. I Man, think, come they, on. They, come their on. slow-mos this season overall were top-notch. So, I'm yeah. like, ah. Oh, oh. I did great. feel that. It did feel It did feel like, I mean, you later, you know that Derwin pops back up, I think, right, at some point in this? He pops back later on in the show as a whole, but not in this season. Yes. So, so it. So, but yeah. we don't know that as fans, right? Like, so to me. Oh, right, right, right. Good, it was a send good off. It was, like it was, yeah. Emotion. It was definitely one of those emotional but proper send offs. Like you, you felt it. You felt, you definitely. Mm, mm. And honest and honestly, Tia sis. I mean, well, let me not say because you know don't. However you do your bag is how you do your bag. But dang, we couldn't have got one more episode with you. Like we couldn't have got you back for the goodbye. But I don't know. Maybe it worked out better for her not to be there because I probably would have been in tears had I had been having to say bye to her and Darwin at the same time. Like, but, but you know, I think I don't know. That, I think 
the off the what is it what would it be off the the off tv the off air stuff off screen off screen the writers probably weren't sure if Durham was gonna stay or not and so oh, since he true, true, didn't true. like he probably he may have wanted to stay or not I don't know I, that, that if that's if he's spoken on that yet but they probably didn't know if he was gonna stay or not so they didn't know yeah once they you made know a that's decision, interesting they gave him a what they thought was a proper send off because Melanie had a good send off and it was yeah, it was decent. I mean, you kind of—I guess you could kind of foresee her not coming back when you saw. I mean, clearly she was going to John Hopkins. You know, she won't. She won't on the West Coast no more. Right. She wasn't in so, every yeah. episode and. Right, 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 right. So I can see that. Yeah, she was talking on camera and stuff. So anywho, um, we said we've said goodbye to Derwin. <sighs> All right, let's say hello adios. to. Yes, adios, Derwin. Um, we love you, Dean Dong. Brought the city a championship. All right, let's uh, <laughs> let's say hello to the blueprint and the Oh wait, let's say hello to the blueprint and Kira. Damn, what was her line? What was her line? And and her childhood show. What about me? Wasn't it my turn? Why wasn't I invited? Girl, let me tell you why you want to buy it. No. I'm sorry, Eric. Listen. Listen. Okay. Listen. Please I love Lauren there London. Are two people I the, love... There are two people on this show with two different opinions. <sighs> Let's just say... Okay. You know what? Let me redo this. <laughs> okay. All right, let's say welcome. Okay, now let's welcome to the show, guys. Blue, the blueprint, whatever you want to call him, and Kira. Why wasn't I invited, Whitaker? Um, <laughs> you know what? I love Lauren London. Um, Kira, let's just say this role was perfect for her. I said the the character that she had to play. What? Wow. Cause, cause she's playing like a she's playing like a childhood actress trying to find her way into the adult world, right? Like pretty much like being an adult actress and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, so we're so yeah, so during this season we get to see Kira on her journey to enter into the 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 big girl world, pretty much. Like she wants to separate from the. And why wasn't I invited childhood actor, actress that she was or actor that she was and now be, you know, now have a career in her adult age. You know, there we go. Um, We also see she kind of has some financial struggles. She's trying to, you know, get herself back out there and she's still young. Right. So she we see like episode in one episode, uh, Angela Simmons, (laughs) Angela Simmons tried to play her. At the, um, at the, the, um, what's it called? The, the, the auction, charity the thing charity that they auction. had, the auction. There we go. The uh, charity auction. Uh, not Alzheimer's, but something. Dyslexia or something. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah. So anyway, we meet Kara. Let's start. Let's go back there. We meet Kara on draft night. Um, is it draft night? Is that what they call it? No, it's, um. 
Yeah, that was draft night. Yeah, he was the num- yeah because he was the number one draft pick. There we go. Because Blueprint was the number one draft pick. So we meet Kira on draft night, and he uh, is interested in her. We see some. Well, we can see that Blue is interested. There's a little bit of flirting, a little tweet back and forth, or some mess like that that had people speculating that they were dating. But oh, so after the fight, yes. Let me go back to the fight. So after the fight, we see Blue and Kira go up to his hotel room. Uh, Kira's pretty much trying to nurse him back to health or whatever. He takes things too far and thinks that they about to smash. That's when Tasha come in to get her picture. I forgot about that part. That had me weak too. Uh, Tasha come in to snap her little picture. But that's the, pretty much this is the beginning of Kira and Blue's on and off. We, we, from the beginning, it was toxic. Okay. This is the beginning of Kira and Blue's toxic on and off relationship. Starting with draft night where they could have just, you know, they didn't even have to get it in, but they could have admitted to each other or maybe Kira could have admitted to herself and came down off of her high horse that she liked him too. But she ended up, I guess, trying to play hard to get. And what happens? He ended up sleeping with Sierra. Uh, Sierra happens to be Kira's friend. And so then that causes drama from the jump. Uh, then they live in the same building, Blue and Kira do. And so throughout the season, we see their attempts of trying to, I guess, make something work. When Blue goes away for uh, training camp, you know, he asks Kira to pretty much be his sunbeam. Kira uh, finds her way into the sunbeam, <laughs> into the sunbeam world. Um, Jazz is hilarious. I'm going to say that. Um, hilarious. Oh, sorry. It's hilarious. Okay. Yes. And so, they, did you notice that later on, as the when they had scenes with Javon, he was with some random person, like a different chick. Yes, like Jazz was never by his side in the later episodes. Like when they had that night when they would go out with the boys, and the, when the football team would go out and everyone would be hanging out, J- J- and Javon was there. He, Jazz was never there. No, I would have to go back. I feel like I didn't pay that much attention. I just noticed that later on. I was thinking because I was thinking what you're saying. Like I was laughing and I was all into Jazz, and then. I noticed she wasn't there, but Javon was still there. Because Javon was still a punchline, like, to the end. Yes. And Jazz was the new Sunbeam president, won't she? Am I? Yep. Until uh, Tasha yeah. came over. Until, yeah. Okay. Yes. At that, mm, that epic night. Anyway, okay. Let me back up to um, going back to Blue and Kira. Um, so, one of the reasons, guys, that I say that this is not necessarily my favorite season is because, to me, and I was just telling Aaron this, Kira and... Blue, the blueprint, brought something back to the show that reminded me of Melanie and Darwin season one. Um, with just kind of like the pettery, excuse me, the petty bickering, um, or or it just causing or somebody being difficult or causing issues where it di- didn't have to be one. Like if you're gonna be together, just be together. If not, then leave each other alone, type of thing. But I guess in reality, it's not that easy either. So why would it be on TV? But I guess because on TV it can just be perfect. So why are we playing games? Like I don't know. <laughs> but what do you think of Kira and Blue? I guess give me some, give me some of your moments that made me that make you think. You know, like what do you think of that? Like, that makes you think that they're gonna work out or that they're really like, good, they're good for I, each other. Yeah, like I like their storyline. I think just now hearing you talk, I think one of the things that is a part of their what structure of the show is having a rookie storyline, right? If you think about what we just mm-hmm. saw in the first two episodes of this new season, there is a rookie storyline to be followed, and so Blue and Kira were that. So I so I don't have a problem with the 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 petty bickering back and forth, sort of that what's going on with them. It makes sense given 
like who they are. Kira being a virgin who is still oh, like, I was just about to talk who's about a childhood that. Yes. actress stuck in that sort of space, and Blue being the number one draft pick, who also seems like well, no, Blue is just the number one draft pick. He's a football player. There's no trying to find the Lawrence in him. Oh. So I liked it. I, I really liked it. I think one of the things that I appreciate is I believe Jay Ellis, when he has those moments, so you talk about like, what are the moments? I think the one where he finally decides to go to her and tell her like, let's push all this BS to the side. Remember when he, she popped up at his house yeah. and he had all those girls from the, after the night, after the night. Yeah, after the poon tank right. parade. And he like pretty much <laughs> just said, no, like don't like this. No, no, we're going to like, I, pre- I really liked that moment. I like yeah. the moment when there are a number of moments, but overall, I just appreciate it when they had those tender moments. Like I believe, just like I talked about, I don't know if I said this while we were recording or not, but just like I said, the the drunk, the dramatic moments or the sad moments were really intense and sad. Like I feel like that their moments that were like intimate or flirtatious were like really believable, and they drew me in a lot to make me fall or want to root for them. I was rooting for them. There you go. Okay, that's cute. <laughs> like I, I, I see what you were. Um, you know the no, thing, I see what you're okay. saying, especially that episode. Go the ahead. Thing no. I think, so my last comment is: I think the thing that could throw you off about their storyline is heavily. You know how you meet somebody is how you you know first impressions are everything, and I think our first impression of them. I think their supporting cast in the introduction of them could have been stronger. And so it leads you to look at them with a side eye. But later on in the hmm. season, man, I feel like once you start to shed all that stuff and you focus in on them and what it is that they're doing and they're back and forth and when he, like, man, her being a virgin and that whole situation with them finding out. I was going to ask you, what did you, how did you feel about that? Like, how did you feel about him finding out after? Like, do you think she should have told him? I don't, I mean, I didn't get that. Like, why do I need to let you know? Like, I, I no, let me not say I understand. I heard what they were saying, but I don't get why I need to let somebody know that I'm a virgin, unless we were just talking about it. I, I, big picture, I think she should have told him, but I also don't think that she handled it post-sex. I don't think she handled it in a negative way. I don't think, like, I think one of the hesitations and a part of the reason why I say big picture, you should tell someone, I don't think she exhibited any of those characteristics. She didn't seem any of the things. Clingy or, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Like, anything that would make you go, man, this is why you tell someone. Uh, so, in her specific situation, I was like, okay. It seemed, it, it, it was all good. Uh, but big picture, yes. You should tell. Or broader. Why? Mm. <sighs> like, should you tell... Because of you, or should you tell because for the other for the benefit of the person? Let me not there say you, you should what... tell. You know what? Words matter. I don't know if you should tell. I would want to know. There you go. I would hmm. want to know. Yeah, I would want to know. I think it, it does something to the moment. Maybe, maybe for better or worse, yeah, it does something to the moment. Um, would you maybe... want to be some? I mean, would you? If would that deter you from being someone's first time? Like if they told you, like oh pff, no, not me. But oh okay. <laughs> You know, some people are turned on <laughs> by that. I'm not saying that I am, but I'm just saying, like, some people are, like, the exact opposite, right? Like, they're turned on by that situation. Hmm. Yeah. I would want to know. I would want to know. You don't want to know? Um. You know, like, okay. I don't know if some I, people are, I don't know some, if I Some care. people are turned on by turning someone out. Because when you turn someone out, you're their first. You may be their last. So some people are turned on by the, the thought of, like, untouched, uncharted. <laughs> I don't care about that. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't care about that. And I've actually been somebody's first before. And 
All it did, I mean, I wait, no, I knew going into it. It explained why it ended up being the way it was, but I knew going into it. And so, you know, it was kind of like a, okay, but I mean, I don't care either way. Like it didn't, you know, it didn't deter me. Yeah. I mean, like, okay. We just had different, you know, some people don't, everybody hasn't experimented yet. Like, or, you know, everybody hasn't, you know, it is what it is. And maybe also I want to know, I don't, you don't think that there's something, maybe, maybe I'm making more of it than what it is. But your first time, shouldn't it be a moment, a memory, special? Wouldn't you want to give that person that? Or they if you're always giving it your that. all, then <laughs> Why they not giving themselves that? Uh, I, right. That's why you want to tell them. You want them to know oh, so that I way they can treat so this why. moment with 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 care versus just oh. any old random <laughs> Okay. I was just okay, curious. but you know, okay. But one okay. other, com- I think the other another moment that I really liked between them was remember when they were recruiting her to be uh, a sunbeam, and she went and dropped mm-hmm. off his stuff, and they were talking in between the fence. His, yes, his pillow. And yes, stuff. like Aww. that. That was another moment. You talked about the auction earlier. That seventy five k, and when she and when he found out that she couldn't afford it, he offered <sighs> to take it, and he offered to pay for it. That was another sweet moment uh, when she came down. Remember when he came down when uh, her coworker was trying to get in her pants and she called him down and he came and sat down oh, and they yeah. had that little moment of back mm-hmm. and forth. That was another good moment. Um, man. More I, games I, though. Like you're, 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 you are talking about more ga- like, and not game games, but y'all like each other. Like, why are we doing this? Like, I, I mean, why you gotta come What on. I have learned about myself from what I, well, not recently, but what I, one of the things that I learned, especially in watching love life and in this confirmed it is that I I fall for those beginning moments. Like you see it as back and forth. I see it as like those those flirtatious, those innocent, the the beginning stages of dating. Like ah, the butterflies are there. Like all of those things. Like I really appreciate those moments a lot. And so that's what I got to see. That's what you get to see in those moments. That's what yeah. Mm. That's kind of, that is. We'll talk about this later, but that's kind of what we get to see with Jason and Charnay, like those beginning stages, because that could also be constituted as petty, mm-hmm. just on a more mature scale. But that could be you could look at that the same way as you're looking at Bloom Care if you thought about it, just with more money behind it, more resources in their petty. I guess, <laughs> but no, I feel you. And then I was I was gonna add to your moments of sweetness, um, but the fact that he actually took time and helped her like make out a schedule. For her to like do things in her life, like to go on her auditions and and get get reading done and helping her with her diet, that's what I appreciated um, about Blue. I think. See, I think that's the that was the beginning of me falling in love with him as a character. I mean, overall, Jay Ellis. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Anyway, what else? Okay, what else did I want to talk about with Blue and Kara? It was that. Oh, you mentioned the Poontang part, the Poontang parade. I appreciated that scene. That was another uh, example of the budget being higher. Uh, the music, the party, all of that had me so weak. So I really love that episode. Classic I find Malik. myself if classic Malik. Yes, thank you. It took it took it, mm, it took me back to the days of him having um, Malik Mondays. Yes, um, <laughs> you know, like come on, man. Malik threw the best parties. Throws the best parties. Like Malik is, yeah. So you're just not going to a um, good season, man. It, 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 get, it gave you just enough of, of the season one, two, three. Aaron, it was, it, <sighs> <Okay>. <laughs> it was a decent season. All right, moving on. So 
Who do you want to go to next? Because, um, we wait, are you done with the Blue and Kira? Is that... Oh, let's also say um, they do end up getting together by the end. So Kira and Blue end up getting together and then end up breaking up again, I believe, by the yes. end of this season. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. I have a question for you. Okay, so one of the things that happened later on that I think that's what contributed to them breaking up the, or it started the spiral of it was when he found out that she had slept with someone else, her coworker. And yeah. a part of why he was feeling some kind of way was because one, like I said, like we all know, like she was a virgin, he was her first. And he actually took some pride in that. And he and he told her that and she acknowledged it and whatever. She seemed to be excited Which is about ridiculous. It. it ain't your virginity, it's mine. <laughs> it ain't your body, you can't. But <sighs> toxic male w- masculine, like just when she told him that she did not sleep with him, and then later on, uh, he found out, and he found out because when they went to the movie premiere, she tried to get him yeah. to walk away from the sex scene, and he saw that sex scene, and he just said, "Yo, that was too. That won't know. Right. <laughs> that ain't no one time. That wasn't acting. Yeah. You're not that good of an actress." <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Like, do you do you think that she was wrong for not? Uh, or do you think he was justified? Lying. Do you think he was justified in his feeling? Do you think he was justified for feeling some kind of way that he that she had slept with someone else? He was no longer the only that He was no longer the only one. No, and that goes back into thinking that you own somebody just because you sleep with them. Like, dude, if y'all want together, and that wasn't established that. Well, no, ain't no, if, if we weren't together, so nothing needed to be established. We weren't together. So if I want to go and sleep with my co-star, a dude on your, on a team with you, a dude that live across town, I'll sleep with whoever I want to. We are not together. You have no holds over what I do with my puss, like yeah. for lack of better words. So, but go. although they're not together, they are dating they're talking they're figuring it out they're working it out so and when you're in that stage while yes you are not committed to that person do you not want to do things that help you get closer to that answer see no this is why i said they played that that was they were playing too many games like they were supposed to be friends at the time she slept with her co-workers i mean excuse me her co-worker they were just friends they weren't talking or dating or anything like they had stopped dealing with each other in that moment well she slept with him out of jealousy like it wasn't okay she just slept with them because she slept with him the night after the Sierra photo shoot. But look but look at how he... Look at how Blue was acting as well. Like, I mean, after he found out she won a virgin, like, he stopped picking up the call. Like, they were just doing a lot. <laughs> like, they were both just doing a lot. And if they had it established from the get-go that, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to stop playing games and make this work. Then maybe she would have never slept with dude. Maybe. I don't know. But I, I definitely thought he was wrong for that. I can understand how he feels, though. Because I've been there. And there have been times I've had to, you know, swallow that same pill. We're not together. What can I do other than be in my feelings and keep it moving? Either I'm going to keep dealing with you or I'm not. Mm, okay. Okay for that. Yeah. You know what yeah. that's called? <laughs> Growth. Growth. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. We big girls now. Let's talk about Malik this season. Uh, okay. I look. Oh, man. Should I save Malik? For, I think I'm going to save Malik for the end. Because Malik, yeah. That, okay. I'm going to save Malik for the end. Because really, that's how it ended. Um, Tasha. No, 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 no. Yep, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about. Nope. I want to talk ah, about. You can go. You let's can talk go about. Uh, right. Let's talk about Jason and Chardonnay. Okay. Let's do some Chardonnay, Spotnay. Man, I so like them. I so like them. You said you appreciated Jason and um Chardonnay. I so this, like them. I so. Bro, I love Chardonnay for Jason, but what? What? So this Everything. season. 
their their storyline. I think Chardonnay as a character, Chardonnay for Jason, like you said. I think the the the, the depth at which we get to see, like not to compare, because comparison to Thief of Joy, mm. but Jason's storyline has it. It just I don't know. It has some meat to it. It's it's this the the game overall is it's less. I don't know. Season one, two, three. I don't know how to explain it. It's less it. Sur- We're past the surface. Yes. Is it- there we go. Okay. So to okay. see Jason at this moment with Chardonnay. Hmm. Uh, you can't tell me needed. that's not. Mm, yes. There you go. Like, I don't know who decided that he didn't, but whatever. Um, Let's get into it. So this season we see Jason pull his cleats down from the closet. Jason decides that he wants to come out of retirement. We saw him help out a little at the at the training camp because Blue had his little jitters and Jason was out there with his dress shoes on. And next thing you know, Jason decides that he wants to play football again. So we get to see him and Chardonnay and how they experience that, how Chardonnay experiences that. So for those who have not watched previous seasons of the game, Chardonnay has not been, she has not experienced Jason, the football player. She has experienced Jason, the retired football player. Still anal, but just, you know, the Jason, the football player, a little bit more so. Um, So we get to see how she navigates that because he is used to Kelly Pitts. And Chardonnay lets him know this season, and I was so happy in that episode where she lets him know, I am not Kelly Pitts, okay? This is not how I'm going to do things. You want your dinner ready at a certain time, sir? That's not me. Like... No, I also have a life, a career that I'm trying to get off the ground. If you all remember from last season, Jason bought Chardonnay, uh, the building for Spadonay, her dream spa, uh, hairstylist, hair shop that she's always wanted. Excuse me. Um, and so she's, you know, she is managing Spadonay. She is building her brand, her career, doing things for herself and just because Jason decides that he wants to go back and play football, Chardonnay is basically letting him know, I'm not fitting to give up my life and my dreams for that, but I still want to be here for you. But just on her terms. And I agree with that. I don't know. Was Jason being selfish? Was Or was Jason being Jason? When she tried to get him to leave? When she yeah, when she tried to get him to leave. But before, like when he was going back into it, and he remember he wanted her to like have things done at a certain time. He also tried to get her to stop talking to Tasha, which we'll get to why he wanted her to stop oh, talking to Tasha. Yes. But um, yeah. Jason was just, you know, he, yeah, oh, I was saying. No, no, yeah, I was with you. I was confusing that from when she asked him to get out the football, get out the, uh, you know. Oh, no, I hadn't gotten wherever. there yet. Okay. So, yeah. No, she, he was totally out of, out. that was totally unrealistic. It was, to me, not, um, Jason went back to old Jason, right? Season one, yes. two, three Jason, without thinking about where he was today, who he was with, and how he got with the one that he was with. Like Chardonnay said, we made an agreement or we had an understanding. You seem to be the only one that's going back again on that. I do think, though, Jason did have, have some valid points, but I think he was willing to, he was, because he was unwilling to compromise on them, I couldn't get with it. I do think there's something to be said about her needing to put prioritize her marriage, not prioritize, but to just put more like attention to her marriage. And especially when it came to this new shift that was changing in J- I do, yeah, okay, there you go. Sorry, I needed to get it together in my head. I don't think he was right, but I do think that he, he made some valid points. 
And because he was shifting and going back into football mode, the same thing, the same point that you made about mm-hmm. Kara and Blue about needing to talk it out and just being clear, they should have had a conversation around uh, expectations, expectations and, and reality, right? Mm-hmm. And, re- and the reality of the situation. And Jason, mm-hmm. while it does sound like they had some sort of a conversation, because Jason even made a point around like this binder or something that he made. It didn't seem like he was willing to hear any. uh, He was telling somebody he wasn't having a conversation and Charnay wasn't going with that. And she let him know. And I was with her letting him him know and Tasha. (laughs) Huh? Because I'm not one to say this. I'm sorry. Then I'm going to shut up. Take two steps forward and take three steps back. I'm not one. Let me not say that either. But I I also think that Jason had some. (sighs) Jason was going somewhere in how he was critiquing the new relationship that was Tasha and Chardonnay. And I can't quite as far as how word. he felt like hit um like yeah. Tasha having her hooks in her like she he she did Kelly or Yeah. He, like yeah. I think he was going somewhere with it. Like I, I don't want to say Tasha was gonna be the bane like the reason why any of that stuff. Like he was wrong in that assertion. But he I don't think Tasha was all the way the best thing at every moment for their relationship. Like she definitely was interfering in a way yeah, I can't put the right words to it because that even makes me hesitant. But if you get what I'm saying, like there was Jason was in, he was going somewhere with it. He just wasn't. It just wasn't coming what, from the right place. Right. What he was thinking was because he are yeah mm-hmm. right. I get that. Um, also, I'm gonna say too um, a, another sign of the budget. The budget grows every season. Chardonnay. I mean, Chardonnay looked good last season too. Like, don't get it. Like, Chardonnay looks good. This season, even more so. Like, the hair was just on point. Okay? I just also... Know. Um, That's how that, you know. Yes. Because her... Brandy, you go, girl. Um, yeah, okay. Yes. And so then... Also with... Uh, I was about to say Brandy and Chardonnay. Also with Chardonnay and Jason. So, as Jason, like we said, is back playing football... Jason gets hurt in one of the games. And that's when Chardonnay realizes the risks that come with um, not only him being a football player, but her being a football wife. And ask Jason to leave. Uh, or, excuse me, not leave. Ask Jason to stop playing football. And Jason tells her, you don't want me to choose between you and football. Mm. How did you feel about that? It's not for me, but I have come to learn that that's just how some people are. Like some some of the greats and some that are striving to be great have that focus where their focus is number one. And in order to be with them, whoever's going to be with them, you have to understand that. I don't think that's a bad way to live. It just may not necessarily be mine. You know, for me, I don't know. Mm, I don't know, but I don't. I don't disagree with it. I don't. I don't either. Um, but for me to, um, it's, it was a little sad to me for Jason to be striving for this dream because of the mistake that he made or that we saw him we got to see him make in season two when it came with the steroids because essentially the reason that he's trying so hard to be a part of a championship now is because he wants his last memory of a championship to not be when he was on steroids type of thing like he felt like uh he's trying to redeem himself yeah, and that's what love, we're yeah. His, his love for the game which drove him to do that is still there and he wants right. to end it and and, and you know in a way that he feels. In an honorable way, yeah. I guess, so, yeah. So I get it. But we do, but we see Charnay leave. I don't um, think that's right to, to Charnay and her marriage, but I think it's right for Je- for Jason if if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So Charnay made the the choice for him, and at the end of season six, Charnay is out. <sighs> How did you feel? Mm, she made she made the decision that she thought was right. When you come to somebody and you tell them like, "Don't make me choose," <sighs> what do you? 
I, I, I feel like she would have felt more damage, hurt if she had stayed. You think? So, yeah, because uh, a part of why I said I don't, I, well, a part of why I said I think it was right for Jason, but not right for Chardonnay or their marriage is because they got together under completely different circumstances, right? He was in a completely different headspace. And so his priorities now he was viewing life was different than what was going, than the big shift that was going to happen once he got married. I mean, once he went back into football. And so for him to come to her and say, don't make me choose, I think puts her in a space where she never thought she was going to have to. And so that's a big blow. You've yeah. already made your decision, right? Like when you break up with somebody, by the time you do it, you've already come to the, you've already had the, the conversation back and forth, up, down, left and right. It's new for that person. So I can't judge you for how you react when you're instantly hit with something like Jason did. And so for her to stay, I think she'd be, she'd be wrestling internally. Like, was this the right decision? Like, I know Chardonnay did not just, like all the things would have been happening for her had she stayed versus had she, like versus her leaving and being able to at least felt like she was in control of the decision of what was happening with her life. Mm. Nah, man, you're not going to stay and make me feel like, it'd be one thing if she got with him and she knew that football was number one, then, right. then that's, that, that is the difference between, I think Kelly and Chardonnay Although I hate that they keep comparing them in front of her too, but that's a whole other thing. Is that Kelly. Kelly knew what she was getting into? Kelly knew what she was getting yeah. into when she got with Jason. Uh, Chardonnay was nah. She was not. Not she I, like not. I said. So. Chardonnay got with a retired football player, not a yes. football player. So yeah, but yes, okay. So I agree, and luckily we do see Chardonnay come back to Jason again. You know that this is. I'm not to say it's going to be a, tr- I mean, it seems like a trend, but at the end of season four, we see Jason essentially break up with Chardonnay and then get her back. Now, here we go at the end of season, mm, not season four, season five, sorry. And now here we are at the end of season six or towards the end of season six and we see Chardonnay leave, but then comes back again because Jason had done some romantic shit. Like, Jason, you better stop playing with my girl, but for the real the game fans we already know how this will end so we shall see um <laughs> but you're rooting for them in real time right like when you're watching this yes yes you can't be more you feel, excited that they got back together <laughs> i just feel like he is good i mean she is good for him that's how i yes. feel i just feel like she's good for him all right anything else on jason and chardonnay you know i do appreciate how i just said how i got tired of them comparing jason i mean kelly and chardonnay and I like how, like we said, they got back together at the end of the episode, but I think it was a, they wrapped it up. I sort of, it was the, it was probably one of the comparisons that I appreciated was him taking the opportunity to, you know, do that, do that inner work and write that letter to Kelly and then be able to turn around and write something for Chardonnay that was, to me, was a perfect, I think he perfectly described their differences and why mm-hmm. I think Chardonnay was better for Jason because Ooh, of all the yeah. things that he wrote down that I think he mm. needed, Right. Yeah, and, then, and we all know how this ends. We keep saying that, and well, I guess we'll have to assess this later on. Did she give him the missing pieces that he needed in order to be the better man for what we know ultimately happens? Oh, we're gonna we discuss it next uh, next season. <laughs> <laughs> but ooh, why you want to get me started, Aaron? I don't want to get started. Okay, six? no, that's season seven. We're on season six now. It, that happens. We'll talk about that. which I just thought. Did you know that season seven is only ten seasons? I mean, ten episodes. No, I mean, I found out once I started, you know, looking at this one again. I was like, damn, that's crazy. But yes. Okay. So we mentioned that Jason, um, quote unquote, forbid Chardonnay to talk to Tasha at one point. And let's talk about why. So Tasha Mizek, 
Season six. We start the season off. Tasha, about Tasha. that life, Mac, okay? <laughs> Aaron, she bought that life. Uh, we start season six where Tasha, we think, is in a devoted relationship with Pookie. And come to find out, she is sucking Rick Fox toes, okay? She is still Sasha. Tasha, this toe ain't gonna t- this big toe ain't gonna suck us up. That was Aww. one of the mo- put it on speakerphone. Ooh. I to- well, what did I say? When they go for it, they go for it. Oh, Aaron, he knew. He knew. <clears throat> um, you couldn't have told me that wasn't real. <laughs> you couldn't have told me that. Yeah. So we find out. Okay. So during the time that even though we know Tasha is <laughs> sneaking around with Rick Fox behind Pookie's back. And she is using Chardonnay uh, in Jason Crib at times to do it, or uh, meeting up with them in, in Chardonnay Cod, lying to Pookie and telling him she's going out with Chardonnay and making plans with Chardonnay, but really just using that as an excuse to see Rick. Yeah, man. And so we essentially see, you know, it kind of dawned on me. I mean, you know, when when we see Tasha go to therapy, I guess, did we not, was that not a foreshadow of her like spiraling? Like to do it, like, because I think she, I mean, I, I truly think she loves both of them, Rick and Pookie. But I really thought she loved Pookie and was trying to really like make a change and live her life uh, with him or build a life with Pookie. So it was interesting to me that she was willing to sabotage that for Rick regardless of how she felt about him or the love that she had for him. But would you see that as a foreshadow of her already spiraling? Uh, or did you just think that she was Tasha about that life, Matt? It felt like it was, it was, it felt like it was a, like it was standard Tasha handling a situation in a Tasha Mac way. It felt <sighs> like it was, yeah, it felt like it was Tasha Mac handling a situation in a Tasha Mac way. Like I couldn't, Damn, what Chardonnay say to her? You couldn't keep a man even if he was changed to you oh, on the Amistad? <laughs> I could, because he couldn't go anywhere if he was changed. <laughs> man, their oh, interactions shit. too were everything to me. Like, she really... Every, yeah, yeah. She has a good bouncing back part, like a good partner to go off of. Mm, cla- yeah, she gave you some classic lines. And I Just, think, her, yeah, I was really Tasha Mack this season because I think everybody, almost everybody she encountered was a good p- partner for her to play off of. And anyway, so I don't think, I don't think that that particular moment was a foreshadow. Yeah, so, so yes. So no, I don't think that that particular moment was a foreshadow of therapy being needed. By the time she got to therapy, you realize that everything, right, from up from seasons one through six could tell you that she needed to see someone. It, like, could have been a, that, a moment yeah. where you've been like, dang, she needs to talk to someone. I, it's funny you say that, too, about Agreed. her and Rick and Pookie and that she re- you really think that she loves them both. In your assessment of that, I agree with you that I think she did truly love them both. I think it became difficult and I could see why or I could empathize with why it was challenging for her because I think they both brought out different parts of her that she loved. Mm. And Mm -hmm. it's hard sometimes to choose between... uh, I think it can be challenging sometimes in real time to choose between the one who you've known back when you had nothing and so you feel like you're not having to put on airs for that person. Like, you feel like your walls are down versus, like, the new person who you feel like is... (sighs) Okay, she kind of thinks he's too good for her or like, like that she like, yeah, but she got him. Um, right. 
So, so I like, he the prize, right, not like, her. Not necessarily, like, he, that part, yeah. but I think it's the part that she feels like he makes her a better person. He makes her life a better person, which is ultimately what she's been trying to do, right? Is create a better life and always striving to have a better life. And she feels like Rick Rock, Rick, mm, Rick Ross, Rick Fox Rick does Ross. that yeah. for her. <laughs> <laughs> just talking about, um, what's the face? And I think Ross. he does that for her. <laughs> and there's something to be said for that, too, that, like, man, moving forward and not looking back or trying to stay back. I got Maybe, it. but not for the right ways. Like, because if you're dating someone because you think that their status makes you a better person, and then also look at the way she's dating Rick. Like, it ain't out in the open. So, really, can you say that your stat? I mean, I'm just saying if this is well, how she the feels. She, can Pookie you... is the one she's with. To the world, Pookie is the one she's with. So she can't be out with Rick. Rick is the right. cover side piece in the in this season. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's uh, that's a waste. Until he's not. Well, anyway, she ends up getting... Oh, what, go what, ahead. what do you do? I guess the question is then, what do you do? What would what would you have... If you really love two people the way Tasha does, what should she have done? Um, Not been with either of them until she figured out what she wanted to do because not only did she hurt somebody, like, her and Pookie, I think... Her and Pookie hurt me. Like, <laughs> I, like I felt that when he went and talked to her, he <sighs> wouldn't answer her calls. He wouldn't let... No, you know, people knew how she had did them. Like, ah, that was... You know, that was tough. And not only did you hurt him, but this is somebody, like you said, that has known you since you was just Latasha around the way in Richmond, California, that, you know, then had your back. And now you've broken that bond. You've broken his trust. Like, that's a lot. That's heavy right there. I don't know that I would want to um, do that to someone that's been in my life like that. Like, you know, and especially because I'm going through something at the time where I can't figure out what I want. And I mean, to me, it was, it was tough to hurt Rick too, but I notice or take notice of how Rick was the one she was sneaking around with. Rick was the one that she pretty much shitted on Pookie for, you know, because she thought she loved Rick too, I guess, and whatever, what I thought she was going to have this so-called life with Rick and look how he did too. Like, I mean, well, no, not look how he did, but look how that relationship ended up, you know, with him and wanting to do this comedy shit and all of that. Look how things went for them. You I don't know. sound like, I see why you like Melanie and Derwin. I feel like you are Melanie right now talking to Tasha in your explanation. Like, it's rational. It doesn't sound, it's, it's rational. It makes sense. I get it. It don't sound like Tasha. That, don't, that sounds too much like that. Uh. <laughs> you sound like I was listening to you. I was like, yeah, you sound like you would be Melanie in a scene talking to her, telling her what sounds good. And she's going to still oh, look man. at you like heifer and do what she wants and do exactly what and she wants. I mean, because like, at the um, end of the day, we all do what we want to do. So, man. I don't know. I just wish, I, I guess my biggest thing is I just wish that she had done Pookie differently. Yeah, I connect this to without, this is not. This is not exactly the same, but I can I connect this to the idea of insecure Issa with Lawrence versus um, uh, Nanceford. Issa and Daniel. Lawrence is her past and that whole good feeling, that familiarity and your walls being down and like all of that. I'm talking if you think about the moment when we were first introduced to Nanceford and it was like, Mm -hmm. dang, is this this new person in her life who's helping her, who you feel like like is good for her where she is now, where she wants to be, the motivation that she needs to continue to move forward, like the thing. Like I connected to that sense and that Rick was her Nanceford. He was the one that, huh, sometimes be, being with somebody from your past is not always good. So that's why I'm like, I can Mm-mm. see why she was having that back and forth. I'm not necessarily agreeing with the outcome or the decision because like I'm with you. Like that whole Pookie situation, I felt, I, I felt that way more than I felt when Rick, uh, Rick Fox, I keep wanting to call him Rick Ross, when Rick Ross, when Rick Fox, <laughs> broke up with uh tasha 
Like that was sad yeah. when the way he did her, but it I was not nearly as moved as when whew, she hurt Pookie. Pookie. Yeah, man. He wouldn't even talk oh my gosh. That that was a man hurt right there. Like mm. hurt. <sighs> Toe sucking? Mm. How would you feel? Oh my god. Not only I wouldn't did even you found out that the one you're Tasha with these, is like this toe ain't gonna toe suck toe itself. <laughs> and I'm over here kissing you. I'm over here kissing you in in the mouth. In the same the mouth show, that you about like to go he use. Punched her in the mouth. Like, and look, <laughs> look, I just thought to myself, Lord, what would Robin do? Now I don't know if she would punch me in the mouth, but what would she do? Actually, what would you do? <laughs> if she's sitting right there, I set this whole house on fire and again, nobody <laughs> Who says you gonna suck now? You're dead. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> let me stop. I I wish let me delete that. I have a career to think about. <laughs> One day. A political career, who knows? No, um, yeah, man, like that. Oh gosh, Aaron. Every time I think about it, it's just mm, 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 mm. like it was tough. Um, and I get secondhand embarrassment very easily. So, like in rewatching that, I was just like, oh my god, not again. It just because I just ah. Uh. And there's there's a part of that storyline that kind of just hits home for me. So, in my er, Early life, early life, past life, past life. Sorry, that's what I meant. Past life, y'all, past life. Happily married woman. Um, but yeah, so I guess watching Tasha like just make all the wrong moves, but understandably, because I think when you're in it and if you're not thinking rational and logic, you're just acting off of like what feels good and not what could potentially happen, you know? So yeah, man. But she got caught. And, and, and she's making so. the best decision for what she thinks. And she's making the decision that she thinks is, is, is the best in the moment. Because she quickly flipped at any given moment that felt right. Yeah. When, Poop, when she found that ring, ah. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. Too late then. It's too hot. Okay. Um, did you have anything else on Tasha? I know, didn't you want to talk about something with the therapy sessions? With oh, the therapy yeah, okay. Sessions? Also, um, that episode, so yes, so the the episode with Tasha when she went to therapy, that pretty much is the whole episode. Tasha going to therapy and Tasha and Malik in therapy. That to me is one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite game episodes. Period in in season one through six. Um, oh wow! It, it is one of my favorite episodes. I think because it, I like Tasha a lot. I feel like Tasha gives me the kind of funny that feels heavy on comedy with drama versus drama with a sprinkling of, of comedy and i'm invested in her storyline uh that to me felt like like i said there it's not just that spiraling quite like the question about spiraling i think you could take everything from one through six to get to that episode by the end of it it felt real i mean like like i told when they have those real moments like they go for it and so i mm. Mm, when she had that revelation i was all mm. I believed it. I felt it. The crying scene. I thought she was funny in the beginning. That's what it was. I was also dying laughing. And I feel like this season overall, but particularly this episode, like you start laughing within the first few minutes yeah. um, of every episode, but particularly in this season, in this episode, uh, I mean, in every episode, but particularly in this one, when we later on get to see Tasha's relationship with her father, mm. like it's Come funny, on. like it's, I can't, I, it's, it's not, I can't tell I don't know if I'm wrong for laughing. It's like it's a like sad it's, funny. Like what yes. else? Like, yeah. like you see why Tasha's there because this is post therapy. You, I mean, you understand why she's there. It's post therapy. You get to see him, and you see like Lord, if she didn't, if she didn't come from from that man, if that is not her, 
Then he say, what he say? Bang, bang, like, bang. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, it's like they go at it and quickly come together when they need to, which is just like Malik and um, Tasha. Like, right, that, that therapy session when they were going back and forth and he said, I got to go. And then she said, all right, baby, I see you at the house. Like, and quickly, like, anyway, what else about mm, Tasha? That is so, yes. That mm, You know, that just took me back to, I'm not stupid. Yes, you is. But still, you know. <laughs> Yes, because the way he took credit for Malik and the way Tasha had to hold herself back. If that wasn't, like I said, it was funny and it was like, ah, it was just uh, moments. Okay, my last thing about Tasha, and I wonder, and it's a question for you. So the reason why Pookie found out that Tasha was cheating was because Jason told Pookie when he popped up at the house to confront Tasha about the whole Rick Fox and using my wife situation. Yeah, using, yeah, Um, bullshit. Was Jason in the wrong for telling Pookie? Could that yes. have gone a different way without him yes. having to reveal that? Yes. Jason was dead wrong. He definitely could. He could have waited until. Now, I understand. Pookie had. You know, him now, and Pookie was about to go to. Blo- yeah, that's. Pookie you know, was not Pookie letting go. In. Like, you got to think about who Pookie. I'm just saying, like, think about who Pookie is. Right. And what he was there. He was what gonna, he was doing. He was, he was protecting Jason his out. woman. Like, he was protecting his right. woman. There was nothing. Right. Like, so, that's why. Anyway, that was why I was asking. Do you. What was he I think. To? Because Tasha, won't, well, Tasha was going to almost let his damn arm get broken off. You cannot. That's what him. I was going to say. If if Tasha had stepped in um, and said, you know, don't pay attention to, the, or not don't pay attention to, but like, re- calm down. This is something that him and I, you know, we've been whatever, whatever. And I don't know. I just felt like Tasha could have had a little bit more control. So it wouldn't have got to that point. Jason should have controlled his temper. And once he saw Pookie was there, like, he ain't had to do that. Like, he know he wouldn't have been blasted out. Didn't want... Mm. Pookie came out of nowhere. He knows, oh, yeah, that's right. Damn. That's what I'm saying. What was Jason supposed to do? That's why I was... That's really what I'm... Like, what was Jason... I get what you're saying. Like, and I think um, if Pookie didn't have him two steps from seeing Jesus, I'm with you. <sighs> I think I'm challenged by going that way because Pookie was not letting go. Like, when we think about how they describe Pookie, how Pookie acted towards Tasha when he found out, like oh man there yeah, was not yeah. and what he like he and the how remember when he man when he said all i did was love you i couldn't see anything else for jason to do but to boom him i didn't know what jason natasha should have done more yeah i just don't see what jason could have done yeah so I, I don't just, yeah him. and when i when, i mean yeah. he could have shouted out anything else though like damn why you had to shout that out <sighs> i don't right. know just you got somebody got you your arm about to rip off ripped off right his woman and <sighs> and his and you keep saying and and all the and all his woman is doing is telling you to shut up, be quiet. She couldn't get her Tasha. If there was never a moment for you to get your lie out fast, that would have been it. Right, like Tasha just stood there, like uh, I don't know. She was maybe she because she, she was herself. cut off she guard, but she she chose herself over Jason. Yeah, over Jason's safety. Fuck that. <laughs> and That's then mad at Jason, but you knew Pookie was about to take his whole arm off. <sighs> I don't know, but I do feel like Jason could have, um, he could have yelled out anything else. I don't know. She stole my money. I don't know. She stole my week. Something. I mean, you're right. I mean, yeah. She I, stole my wife's hair. Like, or she stole from the, I don't know. Just something. I don't think any, none of that seemed like Pookie was going to give a fuck. I think Pookie, if yeah, anything, that would have triggered him more, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you But right. to Chardonnay's point, that would, that situation would have never happened had Jason had left earlier, right? Had they handled it, had he had handled that differently 
before that moment. He didn't have to come. Who, Jason? Uh, yes. Oh, right. 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 Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's my And she right. Mm. Mm. Oh, man. That was some that good writing. You're not going to. You cannot, What? That was good. That was good. That was good material. Yeah. Uh, oh, you talking about the whole season as a whole. Don't yeah. get a couple of episodes. Uh, Atlanta is not indicative of Georgia. And one episode is not <laughs> indicative of a whole. I don't I don't know. I learned that quote from you. Um, you know, letting folk know. So this one episode is not. But that's not one episode. That is a culmination of a, a like that's a, a what do they call them arcs? Like that is a multiple episode. That is multiple episodes coming together or multiple whatever things coming together in that one episode. So it was the build up to it. Come on now, you can't tell me. Ah, this was a good season. Bruh. Ah, poor Pookie. Now you got me looking at that again. Just poor Pookie. Mm, mm, mm. Tasha, could you? What made you say okay to call? You couldn't have called a random number that went. To and, hello, hello. Like, come on. You ain't got Rick Fox's work work number. You could have called. <laughs> Bitch, he called his cell phone. You could have called his mama. You called his cell phone. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, all right. Let me not get stuck on the Tasha and. Pookie, uh, Tasha and Rick and Pookie cheating scandal. Um, just to end up by herself. Just mm. to end up by herself. Oh, but there are more seasons, so we gonna see how Tasha, what you say? Been about that life? About that life? Tasha about mm. that life Mac end up? That was her theme this season. It was like they replaced Pow 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 with about that life. Everything was about that life. About that um, life. Yeah, she <laughs> she gotta spend some more money, so you know. She about that, that life. life. She, mm-hmm. she rich. She like Nene. I am very rich, bit like yeah. listen. It's Tasha Mizak, which is also and you know if you think just also another thing that she struggles with being from her upbringing and where she is now. Mm. What? what the the things of I just like about that life, you know, try showing off. You know, I'm rich. Blah 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 blah. I don't know. Just the the things that we carry with us. I mean, a lot of that's maybe that's part of why I like the episode, the therapy session, because a lot of that is explained and fleshed out in that episode. Mm -hmm. And you get to Mm -hmm. see why she is who she is. And okay, so are you are you watch? Are you have you seen any of the interviews with Will Smith and how he talks about how the Fresh Prince was the character built to protect Will Smith? No. So yeah, he describes that. Like, I mean, you know, the person who we've seen for Avalok thirty years or so is a character, right? Um. Uh, and that Will Smith Fresh Prince was a persona built to protect, you know, Will Smith. And so that's what I got. And so I'm just, I'm saying that because when when I was watching season six and I watched that therapy episode, that's sort of what I thought about. The Tasha that we get to see, all the things that make her who she is from when she was a child were things that were like things that she put in place to protect her and so that she could get out Mm -hmm. from where she was. Like she had a goal. She was not going to be broke lonely none of those things anymore and so she needed to do whatever she could to stand out in a set she said it i was where i was from everybody was a la latasha la this la that la that and i said if i ever got out of richmond i was gonna leave it and love behind <laughs> uh, so and she did mm. mm-hmm. okay that's it that's all i got for tasha tasha Mizak. okay okay so we're gonna still stay kind of on the tasha trail but we're gonna talk about her son malik and what we see Malik go through this season. Um, you know, spoiler alert, I've seen the newer episodes. That's not really a spoiler alert. But I've seen the newer episodes of the game reboot and just watching this. Malik 
I didn't realize it before back in the day when I used to watch the game, but in having to rewatch it, I realized I really love Malik way more than I thought I did. I always thought like Derwin and Melanie were my favorite characters and even Tasha, but there is something about Malik that I just like, mm-hmm. he, he really, Jose Sanchez, uh, Malik DeBarge Wright, really, really plays this role in a way that makes you sympathize with him at times, get bad at him at, him at times. Just, but it, it just feels real. Like, it feels like he's living real life, but the cameras just happen to be on him. Anyway, but we see him this season start to try to venture out from football and, and start his own business um, with Fatty Burgers. Um, we see him... Trying to get some deals with what were they doing? I can't, Lord, now I can't remember the water deal. Yes, he, okay. And so we see him try to get a, a water deal, and really just trying to get his image together and stop letting who I guess the world perceives Malik right to be stop him from what he's really doing. Like, uh, or excuse me, stop him from what he's trying to do with his life. So we see him. Too, and he talked about too with her that he's setting, it's funny too, when we think about the newer season, because he said it in season six, he start, he wanted to start to set himself up for life after football. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. And so that's what we see him doing, but he has to, I guess, what, separate himself from the life that is, well, that he's been leading so far. You know, the parties, the, um, that image, the Playboy image and all of that other stuff. So we see him working with this one, the the business exec, and she's trying to help him change some things around. And it's going okay until he has to fire his assistant. (laughs) Um, who brought her kid to work? Tori. Sorry, I was I was in my mind searching. Fuck Tori. Um, uh-huh. Oh, but that so gets me ready for. Is it next season or season after? Next? I can't think. Anyway, anyway, no, I won't get excited about it now. But I will be excited about that season. Um, so we see him um, have to fire Tori, but Tori also comes with baggage. Not only does she have a kid, but she got a crazy baby daddy um who sent who seems to think that him and Malik or that her and Malik are sleeping around of course Malik just sent her a dick pic which I mean it's just something he do like it's Malik or whatever but it ends up causing problems for him down the road Malik and the guy get into a fight because Malik is taken up for Tori and later on this guy comes back with his little punk ass crew and they jump Malik and we see Malik end up in the hospital um which is kind of how things ended for Malik in season six. How did you feel about Malik and seeing him um, being better or trying to striving to set himself up, as you said, for the future? Yeah, I'm with you. Malik is not, it's he's, he's like the underrated character on the show in the sense that yes. like, rooting against Malik. I don't dislike Malik. I have other, like, you know, the, the Tasha's and the, storylines and the people that I like really stand out for me but yes when you see this new season and you look back especially for me this season looking at Malik so far out of one through six it's you root for him that's what I kept saying I'm always I feel like I'm always rooting for Malik and I feel like Malik gets in Malik's way Mm, and mm. that is the frustrating part because yeah although I will say this season the whole thing with the water thing and trying to change his image and I get him wanting to set himself up for life after football, after playing professional football. But I think one of the things that, and I don't know if this is just a product of when this episode was produced and came out versus like how I'm thinking about it today is I would have loved for Malik to have found someone that would have helped him lean into who Malik is 
because I believe that there would have been a market for Malik. If you think about football, like the Rob Gronkowski's and the like, the people who are able to lean into who they are and build a brand and a profitable like brand right off of that. I don't think I think someone should have been in his ear about that. And that's kind of why that's kind of what I think that's kind of why I like TT. I mean, it's not kind of why it's a part of why I like TT because I think TT was able to lean into who he was and double down on that, you know, chicken and clucks. And the 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 burger thing, I think, would have been him leaning into who he was, too. And TT was able to I think TT has that business smarts, although let Tasha tell it, you only here for comic relief. Don't be getting our business business <laughs> um, or who invited you into our business business. Uh, yeah. So that was my like. I appreciate him striving to to want to be better, do better. I wish he had to lean more into it, um, into who he was or the thing that sort of makes Malik Malik. Because you root for that. You root for that despite the the many times you want to be like Tasha and just call him stupid. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. I, I agree with that. I like that. How <laughs> you put that. No matter how many times. <laughs> you just want to yell at that scream and be like, really? Really? <laughs> like, anyway, but... um. Yeah, and I like TT too. I'm just gonna say, and, and I really right. recognize I'm making that statement because I'm comparing to not having seen TT in these first two episodes. But I like TT a lot. I do think his acting got better in season six. I feel like I told you it gets a little better and better every season. But I like him because I like his relationship yeah, with the family, like with Tasha and Malik, and mm-hmm. that may be something that I think I'm gonna be missing in this newer season if I don't get it in some way. But I appreciate it in this like. Yeah, I like TT for a moment. Bro, I really hope we get him in this new season. I, I won't talk about it too much, but yeah, because I'm missing him already as well. Because mm. he's not in this much. He's not in this season a lot. Does he show up in later seasons? Does he show up? In, I'm trying to think. Let me think. Like, is he in the last season? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Yes. At, yes, yes, yes. Yes, he still shows up. So you will get <sighs> your dose of uh, TT that you need. But he could be there more. That's very true because Malik is also wiser another. this season too. So I was just coming to me. I'm like I'm thinking because th- I'm thinking about how he how he Malik is still Malik. We just talked about the um, Poontang uh, parade. Yeah, but he came. I'm but he approaches his Malik situations with more wisdom. If that makes sense, <laughs> like because he know himself now. Like shit, he been living with him for how? I mean, he's and we forget that when this first started out, Malik was only like what 22, 23? Yeah, so it was pretty, yeah, it was pretty, um, he was still young in the game too, and now he's getting older, and, you know, when you get to a certain age, or a certain point in your life at least, you start to want to just mature, or hopefully make better decisions, and you can tell, I was going to say, you can tell it's like kind of a constant struggle for him to make the right decision, because he doesn't necessarily want to forget, like, where he came from, and who he is at the, the core, but also, um, you know, always as as we all do, just striving to be better and doing the taking the steps to get us to make us a better us at the end of the day. Yeah. So Malik. Malik L. DeBarge. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, anything else on Malik? I'm trying to, oh, I will say, um, a funny Malik moment that well, that damn photo shoot. Uh they just could not get it right. <laughs> Uh, until they got basically all the black folk out. I knew she was um, going with all the white people. Like, what? <sighs> Listen, they was damn near doing that. Um, what else? I'm just trying to think any other scenes from Malik that had me kicking. But, um, no, okay. Well, any um, last thoughts on season six, Aaron? Because this was, this was the season for you. Uh, you know, oh. Sorry. Now, I was going to say, in talking this out with you, it made me hype 
it made me hyper about uh, season six, but not actually watching it. <laughs> I think to be able to just summarize the, the hot spots. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. As I said, I think season six is definitely one of, I, 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 you know, if you all have ever listened to this, like you all listen to this show, no, I don't, I try not to say like the best. It's like one of, anyway, but it's like one of the best in that four, five, six pack. It definitely has one of my favorite episodes um, in this with Tasha in the, in game history and Tasha in therapy. Uh, that we they replaced Derwin and Melanie with Kira and Blue, and I think for some people, if you're invested in the game because of that, I could see why you're not, huh? Like why this would not be the season for you. But to me, because they had found their stride in season five, they were able to seamlessly transition that out and bring in Kira and Blue in a way that even if you weren't getting everything that you needed from Kira and Blue, you you can't tell me that Jason and Chardonnay didn't pick up the slack. In their storyline, you cannot tell me that like, that wasn't a good, huh. And to see, I also think that, and it's also too funny to me to see how everybody comes together. Um, sorry, I keep comparing stuff. I compare to the Thief of Joy because I'm excited to see how Britt Brat and the and the freshmen in this new season are going to all interact and Tasha and how people you just don't expect. And I say that because in season six, you see how Kara pops up in the Sunbeam space, which then connects her. Like, I actually liked Kara and Chardonnay together as friends. Oh, the thing we didn't talk about because yeah. we were doing it with couples and stuff is I really, really liked Chardonnay and Tasha Matt as friends. I really think that they bring a comedic sort of thing. If I had to think about who brings the funny, it's okay, like Tasha, yeah. Chardonnay, Jason. Like when they when they get together in some way, definitely. You can't tell me that a laugh is not going to happen. He's definitely on that list. Yes, right. Jason, Jason yeah. and Tasha almost like you can't like it almost gives me Martin and Pam in terms of the level of funniness and the way in which they go at each other in a real way. Um, oh yes I didn't even mention it and I, we, I think we were talking about it before the episode did I say while we were recording the episode where um, you know Chardonnay is not allowed to talk to um, Tasha but she's still doing her hair and Jason comes oh. to the shop and she said well 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 and Jason screamed because Tasha hair's like half, half oh. done or whatever oh it was so weak this oh, ninja so walked weak. in with a thing around his neck oh my god silverware in his pocket protected. listen he said he been sitting there waiting for what two two hours or some some stupid. He been sitting there waiting for his wife, and see that's when Chardonnay had to go off on both of them and let them know I am not Kelly Pitts. I'm not not for you and not for him. Mm. Ugh, poor mm. Chardonnay. Jason was still Jason, man. That's all. Every everybody is still everybody, and that's the thing you also realize about them. Love them or hate them, they are they are who they are at the end of the day. No matter Jason how much has Jason has been the same Jason. <laughs> You see him. I don't care how much he's grown. I still see Jason from season one in this season. Nigga, still cheat. Mm. White of course. Too. He was You're going to ask her to go steal the, the, the packets. <laughs> the creamers when they were... Anyway, I'm thinking of the last episode of last <laughs> season when she acted the jacket and she got up. <sighs> oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm sitting here um, thinking about... Oh, because we were talking about Chardonnay and Jason. But I'm also thinking about how um, well, like, they turn Chardonnay around. I mean, like, because in season four, I mean, no, season five, like, Chardonnay won't, like, cheat, but they kind of made her fit in with her, you know, her life, like, how she, where she worked and where she lived. And now, she looked like a football player wife. Chardonnay didn't, Mm-mm. She said, I am not that girl behind the bar no more. And you got to thank Jazz for some of that. You had to see Jazz in the role in order to believe a Chardonnay could be in the role. (laughs) Oh, that listen. She had, she paved the way. She ah, to get a real one. You're right. You're right. 
Because Sharnae ain't no uh, Melanie either. Sharnae is a... Yeah, okay. Yeah, she had a little bit more... Yeah. Just a little more goal-oriented. She got more streak. Her goals yeah, ain't connected yeah, yeah. To, a, to a man. Um, Facts. And she let us know that last season. She let Jason know that too. I also wonder... what I gotta do. Last thought. I wonder... I really wonder what uh, Tasha and Malik's relationship is like. Wendy and Jose's relationship is like off-screen. Because... They have through and through from, especially like the way in which they, that mother son relationship. You it, mm. you believe it. You laugh you with it, it. You you cry with yeah. it. Like you do all the things with, like from season one to this season. I really saw that in this season, and that's another reason why I probably appreciated the therapy episode because the way in which to me that that was definitely a reflection of why I like it, and I got to see why they are the way that they are. So. Mm. Oh, and I'm so glad you said that. Y'all, I'm sorry. We are still talking, but just one last reflection because it reminded me of something that I forgot to talk about was after um, after Pookie found out about Rick and Tasha, you know, and, and Pookie was out, um, Malik being there for Tasha, like once again, you know, like, I mean, going over to talk to her about it or whatever and just keeping it real, like as they always have. And I like that they have, they are able to be so open with each other. Mm. right wrong the delivery like that to me that says a lot about a relationship with um parent and child so that i can not only be open with you about my life but i can be open with you about the decisions you make too and we're both here for each other regardless of the decision we make because if you think about it that what tasha did not only affected her relationship with pookie but it can affect malik's relationship with pookie and that's why he didn't want them dating in the first place because Pookie had been a constant in his life and he didn't have no daddy, you know? And so it just made him, you know, he didn't want that because he didn't want Tasha to run him off. And she did it anyway, but anyway. Anyway. Mm. Well, guys. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I took it back to season, what was it? That was se- last season when they was um, getting that figured out. So, well, guys, that's going to wrap up our mini-sode on season six of the game. We will be back soon 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 with with the mini so for season seven of the game we're getting close i mean you know season seven eight nine and then yeah and i think the last one's only like yeah. 10 i think the last one's only like what, 10 episodes a piece no i thought they were more than that i know season seven is only 10 episodes oh well damn aaron you're right last ones are- Season seven is 10, season eight is eight episodes, and season nine is 10 episodes. Wow. I don't remember them being that short. Huh. When does Tasha get pregnant? uh, I think we find out next season. Okay, because I feel like that's like right around when I, I know I haven't seen the last season of the game. I just, I feel like that's right around when I fell off, right after her intervention. I think next season is one of my favorite seasons from seven, eight, nine. So I guess that's how we do it. One, two, three, the four, five, sixes. In the seven, eight, nine. So, Aaron, okay, so we just finished six. So, one, two, three, what's your favorite ep- uh, season? No explanation. One, two, just got to give us a of one, two, three. Just got to give us a season. Ah, um. Ah, three, three, maybe three. Okay. Maybe three in the one, two, three. Then maybe six in four, five, six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say for me, for the one, two, three, it's season two. And for four, five, six, it's season five. Okay. Okay. Which season had Pandora? Dang. What do you. Three. 
And which season had Take a Bow? Was that three or two? Uh, three. Yeah, maybe it was three for me. Yeah. Yeah, those both was in season three. Yeah, okay. I'm like, what happened in season two? Now, season two was when they really got off, but... Yeah. Um, <gasps> oh, season no. two, season Dreaming two with a Broken Heart. Dreaming with a Broken Heart. Uh-huh. Um, sent from Heaven. Just those moments of Turkey seeing Melanie and Derwin. Turkey-based bitches. Um, don't forget No Air. That Oh, that ended the season two. That boom. Have you been throwing up all day, too? I'm pregnant, bitch. Oh, I tell you. Oh, man. The Janae's and the Condolas of you the know. world drive us crazy every time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they know how to start off an episode, a season. Because I'm looking at the first two episodes of this season, and I'm like, dang. See? It's great, man. Oh, this was when Tasha... Okay. Yeah. Nah, I'm going to stick with season three. I should... That's what I'm... I'm sticking with it. Fuck it. All right, guys. We're going to ask you, too. What are your favorite seasons from one, two, three? What's your favorite seasons from four, five, six? And just be prepared for seven, eight, nine coming soon. Um, all right. So, guys, make sure you reach out to us. Let us know how you feel about the game so far. We are on season six. What did y'all think about season six of the game? Did y'all like it like Aaron did? Did y'all have any... Um, any favorite lines, any favorite episodes, any favorite scenes, let us know. You can find us on Instagram at a perspective underscore underscore. You can email us a perspective no e at the end at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, a perspective with Aaron and Ashley. And to make sure that you tell five people and tell them to tell five people as well. We genuinely appreciate the support that you all show us. And that's because you show up and you show out and you participate. And we thank you for that. So thank you. Thank you guys so much. We hope you have a great week. And remember, if you change your perspective, you can change your outcome. Hey. Bye. Da da da. Da da da. Da da da. Bang, bang, bang. Because her daddy said, baby. Because <laughs> her daddy said, baby, baby.